Ho, 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 ho. Sorry, my daughter wanted me to start the show with Santa, so I had to do that. Hey, Londoners, thank you for tuning in. As the song says, let's get it started. And my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And what we do is teach you interesting ways to save you interest. Now, when it comes to mortgages, Christmas, the giving season, the holiday season, the cold season, how does this affect your mortgage? How does it affect the real estate market? Well, if you're not into the market and you don't have a mortgage, I guess it doesn't really affect you. But if you do have a mortgage, and more importantly, if you or someone you know are thinking of getting a mortgage in the next six months, then this is going to be a very important show for you. But with that being said, I do want to start by being thankful, giving this season. I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to having the kids home over the next two weeks and booking some fun time, enjoy this this weather. I'm a backyard rink builder, as you can see on my social media. So I'm one of the very few people that enjoy the cold because of that backyard ice rink. So a lot of festivities outside and a lot of fun coming up. So with today being Saturday, getting into that long weekend, the kiddies, uh, you know, had their last day at school. We got them home. Like I said, I had to start off with a Santa Claus theme for my daughter, but I promised. And now we'll get into helping you guys out. Now, what the heck are these mortgage rules? How, how long has it been going on? When does it kick in? We're all being threatened. I saw it on the Twitter yesterday and Twitter this morning and on Google Alerts this morning. The new rules are here, guys. Maybe they're not here now, but they pretty much are because by the time you get a commitment, I mean, everyone's on holidays, it's probably the next year. So the rules were different uh, today than they're going to be on January 1st. And what this means, and we've heard about the stress test for over a year now, but this is what it means. And, and we just had our Christmas party for Mortgage Teacher out at the Elmhurst in Ingersoll. Gorgeous venue. Thank you very much, guys. That was a great time. If you're tuning in and you attended, then you can, you can relate that it was a fun time. And I talked about this with others there and even this speech about how the, the landscape of mortgages is changing. And I mean, here's the way I grew up. This is the way banking's been for 50 years. You go into your local branch. You talk to that person there, you get some advice, and, and you move ahead. The problem is when you follow up, that same person might not be there. And I ask this to everyone, and I ask this to you right now on the radio. Is a mortgage a transactional experience, or is it relationship-based? Now, let me explain what I'm talking about there, okay? Let's think about how banking has changed over you know, the last 50 years, which I feel it hasn't. It has changed, sorry, but the consumer doesn't know it has, okay? Now, when it talks about, you know, what kind of experience it is, let's, let's look at the other comparable choices. Now, when it comes to investing, do you guys have a guy? Do you have a girl? Let me ask you this. Has anyone out there, and I, if you're listening right now and you have done this, please call in because I have yet to find one person that's done this. So listen up. Do you know anyone that has walked into a bank, put a large sum of money, say a hundred, two hundred thousand, you know, big enough to, to really trust the people, put it on the counter of that institution and said, okay, invest this, guys, and get back to me. Let me know how it how it goes. I haven't met anyone that's done yet that yet. Every single person I talk to that has investments, for the most part, if they don't do it themselves, they have a guy. They have a trusted source. They have a girl. I shouldn't keep saying guy, sorry. They have someone 
that helps give them advice. They meet with this person, maybe monthly, semi-annually, and they take that trust advice. It's an ongoing relationship because the investing is ongoing. Therefore, hey, remember what I told you about two years ago? Well, now we're following up on that. Okay? So when it comes to investing, a lot of people, it seems, and please call in if you're different, but a lot of people seem to have a relationship, an actual person in charge of their investments in front of the firm. Now, what about your will? You know, there's a lot of important stuff that if I pass, because, you know, my lawyer, who is my trusted source, yes, I'm paying, but still, my trusted source and my relationship to fulfill what I've got in the will to make sure that my family is taken care of. So when it comes to taking care of your family and ongoing advice with that, we usually have a trusted person. I mean, the lawyer. What's another big decision we make in life? What about life insurance? I mean, I sat down and I didn't just you know, get my insurance through an institution. I sat down with someone. They said, how much do you want to be covered for, Michael? Here's what you can do to cover your kids. Here's what you can do to cover, you know, help make sure your wife is safe. And this is how we covered our house and our family plan with a term life insurance plan. But that, again, was a relationship. It was someone I trust very much to sit down. They had an understanding. And then each... As I increased my book of business, maybe I decreased or increased my insurance, and therefore I went to that same relationship. So let me get this straight. Investing, very important for all of us. We typically, it's a relationship-based. Getting your will done up. I know it's through a lawyer, and the lawyer works at a firm, but still, it's usually one trusted relationship you go to, your lawyer. When it comes to writing up that life insurance, it's not a secret. It's usually an insurance broker that writes up that whole plan to cover the family and make sure the estate is all set up. So if all of these things are relationship-based, hmm, what's the biggest purchase in life? What's the biggest expense? Well, other than our taxes and our Ontario Hydro bill, but let's not go there. What is our biggest expense? Do you agree the biggest purchase of your life was your first house, your second house, your house? Your mortgage is your biggest debt. So why do some reason our Canadians think that it's okay to just call, get the lowest rate, and that's it? And I'm going to tell you about that because in the last week, I've really paid attention to that. And here's why. Because I had a gentleman in, well, let's just use yesterday afternoon's example. From one interest rate to the other was only $13 difference per month. So maybe at his... uh, Current lender, he was quoted a certain rate. I got a little bit lower of a rate, but only 13 bucks difference. But then when we went through his succession planning and I said, sir, what would you like to pay in the future? And I took a look at his cash flow and said, here's what you're paying towards that debt. Here's what you're paying towards that debt. And we redid all his numbers. Are you ready for this? And this is the truth and I can show it to you. I made a difference of $480 per month. It was a total of $76,000 over the term. That's a ridiculous change. Not $13 from one rate to the other. What I'm trying to say here, guys, is just like your insurance, just like your investing, I think that getting a mortgage should be relationship-based because you're not just getting one, rela- one mortgage. Here's your payment. Here's, you know, have a great day. Talk to you in five years. You go back in five years and it's very difficult to maintain a relationship. So we find in our business, and this is why we've created Mortgage Teacher, we deal with all the lending institutions, but you get one portal, one relationship, but still get to shop the market. 
Not to mention just the logics, the logistics, sorry. I'll even sum it up that way as far as the credit bureau. If you want to shop around for the lowest rate, if you go to 10 institutions yourself, that's 10 credit bureaus against you. Well, if we pull your credit bureau, we can shop you to over 20, 30 different lenders, and they use our credit bureau. This is just an example of what we feel is coming and trending in the future of mortgages. We think that it's relationship-based. You have a relationship that you carry on and you, you know, if you go to sell the house, if you want to prepay the mortgage, you know, how's my budget? Let's sit down and go over and is anyone going to help me pay my mortgage off quicker? This is a stat we are very proud of here at Mortgage Teacher. Over 70% of our clients prepay the mortgage. We follow up on your anniversaries. We help you. We ask how your budget's going. This and more is what I want to talk about after this break. Let's slip off to the news, which is probably about the new mortgage rules because it's been so hot. But again, if you want to look us up, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, and we'll be back right after this break.